can do a gelatinous cube. <laughs> hey, and welcome to episode 132 of Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Andy. So, so we're finally back. We took a little break. Uh, <laughs> we're falling apart. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. uh, not by friendship. Okay, just <laughs> just physically. I uh, I was in a decently bad car accident luckily yeah. uh, nothing serious yeah just pretty sore yeah and so if you listened back to when andy had his car accident my theory of me not being able to get in a car accident because the chances of both of us getting in a car accident mm-hmm. was like astronomical uh well, yeah. it wasn't correct <laughs> not correct at all yeah it was like your favorite cereal total it was a total <laughs> yeah my uh, is that still a cereal probably okay but you're okay you're okay yeah okay car smushed but uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, andy had some health issues also <laughs> so, just like hitting old age so here's what happened was literally lying on my side and my hip was off the bed of like my son's bed i was listening to my lovely wife kaylin read stories to our kids and all of a sudden out of nowhere nine out of ten back pain and the only way to like make it feel okay was like being in the fetal position. Yeah, on my back in the fetal position. You think somehow like the kids' stories was like Benjamin buttoning you <laughs> and you were like all of a sudden reverting back. <laughs> and, like quickly your spine was shrinking. Yeah. And you were becoming a child. Yeah. Yeah, when you like breathe life into something, mm-hmm. the life has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And it's me. <laughs> Stop reading the children's <laughs> stories. <laughs> and and the, the kids look at me and they're just like, we grow stronger every day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my back. <laughs> but like, so I like ruined story time yeah. because I was laying in the fetal position, like wincing the entire time for like, I couldn't and put And you my were feet... yelling swear words that your kids had not heard yet or? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it startled them so much that they didn't even think it was a word. Oh. Um, so nice. rhymes with duck. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of duck. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. That's amazing. What do you do after you both uh, heal up from your wounds? You get together and celebrate with? Cat food. <laughs> no, pate. Pate on yeah. our plate. <laughs> and uh, so uh, <laughs> have you ever had pate? Not that I can remember. Someone had pate years ago at a party, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if I've had it or not. I can't remember if I tried it there or not. Yeah. If I did, I must not have hated it because I think I would remember. Yeah, I've never. But I might not have tried it. I can't remember. I don't know if I've ever had it before. And so, first to be clear, yeah, before you turn it off, if you're offended, we are not doing any uh, foie gras. Yeah, we're not yeah. doing any. Um, we're we're just well. First of all, we're gonna have one with duck, mm-hmm. uh, but it's got it's duck meat, duck fat, spices, salt, and black pepper. Hmm. So I mean, it sounds like it could be good. Yeah. Now a lot of pâtés made from liver, correct? Uh, yeah, foie gras is. Isn't is other pâté have liver or no? It's just. I meat. mean, this one doesn't. Yeah, could just be meat. Hmm. It's really just like I mean, you want to look up the definition of pâté before we uh pat dive? No. <laughs> okay, pâté is a paste, pie, or loaf filled with a force meat. I don't like the word force meat. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Okay, common force meats include ground meat from pork, poultry, fish, or beef, fat, vegetables, herbs, spices, and either wine or brandy. It's served on bread or crackers. What makes it a force meat? So it's a uniform, force meat is a uniform mixture of lean meat with fat made by grinding or sieving hmm. the ingredients. So it's a mixture of fat and meat. Yeah. Because pate is very fatty. 
It is, yes. And it, so um, the result could be smooth or coarse. Um, so force meat is like kind of like the grindings, right? Mm-hmm. Which could be in sausage. I just, yeah, it's force, force meat. Okay. So anyway, it's, um, uh, it's a paste pie or loaf with force meat. Hmm. Use the force meat. <laughs> I'm just imagining like this slop that's like on a tail yeah. and the kid's like, I don't want to eat it. And you're like, you're going to eat it. And then, and then like, you're like, that's force meat. <laughs> you're forcing me to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> so what we're having right now is rillette de canard, which it's duck rillettes. Yeah, if you don't know what a canard is, it's a duck. And it's by, it's by a company called uh, Three Little Pigs. Did you ever play a canard hunter? No, what is that? Oh. Duck hunter? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like duck hunt? Mm-hmm. Like on Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> I like how you and I picked the one that like you failed on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's let's try. A, uh, let's take a bite. So we're eating these on some crustinis. Crustinis, yeah, a little crusty bread. Mm-hmm. It smells like cat food, actually. Mm-hmm. Salty. Salty, a little peppery. It almost has a kind of texture of maybe a thicker tuna salad. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Like a very thick. It has a texture of tuna fish, but not with like a big chunk mm-hmm. in there. It's like all very, very finely stirred tuna fish. And then and then it just tastes like duck and salt and pepper. Pretty salty. Saltier than I thought. Unless that's the crostini. Should I try one of these to make sure there's not like a salt on it? No, they're not salty. Uh, yeah, they are. They are? Mm-hmm. I'm looking <laughs> at it. <I> <laughs> all right. So with pate... So pate is also, if you got it at a restaurant, it's often served like this with like toasts mm. and then with chutney. And I guess there's a lot of debate on like how much chutney you're served with, mm-hmm. because I guess a lot of times they serve you not enough bread and chutney and like a lot of pate. Why? I don't know. And then you like you run out. Is that a thing? Like people get mad about that? Because in restaurants, despite the accompaniments being the cheap part of the dish, they're often lacking. Presumably, the aesthetic convention, minimal toast, and a blob of chutney sat beside a far larger slice of pate is meant to convey a sense of value for money. Hmm. So you're like, oh, here's your huge thing of pate. But then you run out of your toasts and chutney. I'm going to have another one. I'm enjoying this. In 2009, a team of UK scientists published a research paper that naysayers will appreciate. Can people distinguish pate from dog food? that's funny that was published by a team of uk scientists well what's the answer it gives you the link to the article but doesn't should i click it (laughs) (laughs) the the study concludes somewhat perplexedly that one human beings do not enjoy eating dog food and two (laughs) are not able to distinguish its flavor profile from other meat-based products that are intended for human consumption (laughs) Uh, that's funny anyways are you trying it with a little chutney yeah. Have you ever had chutney before? Yeah. Very popular with Indian dishes. <clears throat> I've never had chutney. You need a, you need a climber? Uh, you need some climber? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, it's soupier than I thought. I thought chutney was like a jam. Yeah, mine's more, mine's jammier. So you're having a coriander chutney, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, putting a little bit of tamarind chutney on. So I would say at least with the coriander chutney, probably less is more. Especially if you want to, like, really get the pate, you know? So what's the coriander taste like? Coriander? It tastes like coriander. Yeah, this is like a little bit sweet. Okay. But it also has, like, a little bit of a spice to it. Ooh. It's good. Okay. Okay. Here, oh, I'll just leave the top off. then. Oh, yours is thick. What, you don't like the coriander one? No? No. <clears throat> I don't know. It's a little strange. So Andy keeps 
running and putting the pate back in the fridge uh-huh. and then not. So I'll tell you why he's doing that. Because um, I don't want botulism. <laughs> uh, where is it? Let's try the tamarind. In sloppy professional kitchens, it is commonplace for things such as pate to be served straight from the fridge when they should not be. In the home, meanwhile, a bacterial panic still attaches itself to pate. Mm-hmm. Which means that someone is often fretting if it has been left out in the fridge for more than 10 minutes. In reality, if it is made properly and you are not pregnant, depending on whose advice you follow, you have a window of an hour or two where the pate can be safely left out. Like any fatty food, pate certainly tastes better when allowed to warm to room temperature for a period before serving. Mm. Not okay with that. (laughs) Warm, fatty meats? Yeah. (laughs) Not, Not cool with that. So you didn't like the coriander with the duck, but you liked... The tamarind a little bit? Yeah, I thought the tamarind was a little... I thought the coriander had just had like... It just complimented the savoriness. Hmm. So do you like this pate? Yeah, I really do. What about you? It's definitely like an appetizer-y... Yeah. Like just like a few toasts with pate. And honestly, like I probably have had pate like in maybe just a charcuterie board. I think it's pretty good. For some reason, it reminds me of something. Mm -hmm. I guess it is kind of like a tuna fish. Yeah. It so is, it is so later, fish. we have a fish pate, right? Uh-huh. My guess is it'll be similar to a tuna fish. Only time will tell. Yeah. Don't fast forward, snack pack. <laughs> it'll be there. Just wait. Uh, right, I'm going to try this again. Okay. Give it another go. Yeah. Give it another shot. Making a yucky face. You really don't like that? It adds a weird salad sourness to it. Really? It's hmm. not that bad. It is kind of spicy. Whew. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you can handle heat, can't you? Like, way yeah. better than me, right? Uh-huh. Wow. What's going on? <laughs> Maybe something in that car accident. Yeah, it was like a real, like, Freaky Friday sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, me and the uh, one of the Ooh. other people in the accident switched up uh, tongues. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you and the person in the accident switched tongues <laughs> yeah because that's how my taste buds would change did it oh okay okay like it was freaky friday for tongue yeah you know like right. uh it's like yeah you know. freaky tongue friday <laughs> that's that's something very different <laughs> <laughs> so here's a funny thing i wrote it down in the snack down notebook somewhere but i don't know where that is and i was thinking of this funny thing but i think it does exist so there was like a band-aid on an unopened band-aid on Yildiz's table, mm-hmm. and she had like a pack of gum next to it, like extras. And I was like, it would be hilarious to sell gum in the Band-Aid packs, because it's like the same size, uh-huh. and to peel it and just have like a Band-Aid. So if someone, hold on, so if someone thought that they were getting Band-Aids, but then they got gum? No, how funny it would be to see someone just stick a Band-Aid in their mouth and be like, did that person just eat a Band-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be a pretty weighty Band-Aid, you yeah, know? I guess. But they did. It can be done. Then, like, after I was laughing about it, and we were watching a show where someone, like... You're like, after I took pause from laughing hard. You're just like, something's wrong with you, because I was, like, dying of laughter. <laughs> and we were watching a show, and someone, like, opened a Band-Aid and, like, put it on their hand. And I'm like, wouldn't it have been funny if they put it in their mouth? <laughs> but then I yeah, was like... something wrong something, with you. Something was, like, ringing in the back of my mind. I'm like, it, does that already exist? And there is ouch gum, which I had forgot about. That looks like Band-Aids? It's like a Band-Aid tin, but it's like green and pink. You know, it's like, it's a kid's thing. Ugh. I want one that's like, looks like a Band-Aid and like you peel it open like right. a Band-Aid. And then you just eat it and like gum? And then you just gum. eat it. Yeah. 
I mean, it's so funny to be talking to someone, pull out a Band-Aid pack. Yeah. And, and then they're, they're like, like, oh, what are they working jump on? on it. <laughs> you pull it out. They're like, oh, my gosh, do they, do they have a cut? I don't see anything wrong. And then it's like, ooh, it's in the mouth. Because <laughs> what, what, it's so funny as, like, humans. Like, one of the grossest things to find that you don't want to touch or pick up is a used is band-aid. a used band-aid with like yeah. a little especially if there's like a little I don't even want to pick up my it. own used band-aid. Yeah. If that like if that bad boy like falls off in the shower, I'm like, well someone else Isn't is dealing so with funny? it. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> someone else is not dealing with like it. Like if it's floating in a pool or you, know, like, oh, you yeah. see it on the ground yeah. or something you're like, "Ugh." I mean, I think that's just good hand or good hygiene. I'm using like long poles, like two of them like chopsticks yeah. to try like it. tongs. Yeah. They're like where did you get those like laboratory grade tongs? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like That's my band aid It's like I'm moving like something that's like a thousand degrees like into like the pewter bowl, but I'm just like putting a band aid in the trash. You're like you're working in like a nuclear reactor or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. It's just like if you find someone else's band aid. But it, yeah, I thought it'd be pretty funny if just someone was munching on a band aid. Ugh. <laughs> well, if you find the market for that, you should pursue that dream, dude. I should. Uh, I'm going to try this last bit of pate on a what is this? Like pizza a little, chip. A, a pizza chip? Pita. Pita chip. Oh, cool. <laughs> pizza chip. Now, there's an idea. That's already been done. Have you ever had a Pringles pizza? Or pizza Pringles? It's still a Pringle, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's another thing. Corny Chons. Corny uh, Chons? It, you know, it was near the pate section. Or it was near, like, oh, pate. Oh, you're supposed to have that with it? Yeah. And its origin is India. Oh, wow. Those little pickles came all the way from India? Heck yeah, they did. Probably in a bigger box. But ingredients are pickles, water, vinegar, salt, mustard seeds, brown mustard seeds, black pepper, coriander seeds, and natural flavor. Hmm. Hmm, smells like a pickle. It's very pickly. Woo! These are flavorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. like a lot of flavor packed in this little pickle. <laughs> and it's got a weird... It doesn't have like the, the crispy crunch like a pickle. Like it's the same texture all the way throughout. Like pickles. You know what probably took out that crispy crunch? Hmm. All the flavor packed into it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but a pickle, you bite into the, like the, the exterior is kind of like tighter and harder, and then like you it like bursts. <laughs> I'm sorry, zoned out. What are we talking about? <laughs> a pickle. <laughs> you know. Okay. But this is the same texture all the way throughout. Yeah, it's got like a homogenous consistency. There's a weird. There's a weirdness to it. Okay. Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Although I'm not like a pickle snob. Uh, someone asked, what's the difference between pickles and cornichons? Cornichons are tart and sweet with a briny flavor fortified by whatever herbs and spices are used in the pickling process. Well, They're crisp good. and crunchy, but less sour than dill pickles. Well, let's take a quick break. Get some more pate out of here. Mm-hmm. Or out here. And then um, kind of do another like little mix and match. Maybe we'll do a little uh, science experiment and see if Andy can pick between the pate and the dog food in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, what's this pate called? Alpo. (laughs) Hard times. Canine crunch. (laughs) I don't want pate that has like crunch to it. Yeah, no, that'd be weird. You're like, that's the bone. (laughs) (laughs) Now with more bone. All right, we'll 100% bone. <laughs> we'll see you in a bit. All right, bye. Bye. It's time to pate!
Let's get this party started. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> bass drop. <laughs> bass like fish. <laughs> Which this is probably not right. bass, but it'd right. be like really low end pate. Huh? Like a bass pate. Why? Would that be a bad? I don't know. So what pate are we at right now? Oh my gosh, dude. We are at pate campagnon. It's a pork pate. Oh, cool. It's it's called a porky pat. No one calls it a porky pat. Yabadee, yabadee. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We can't. We can't. In this out. economy? <laughs> All right. So we've got some pork pate here. Yeah. And uh, I guess let's just try it straight. Let's okay. Another crisp. Take another little piece of my smells pate. smells like pork. Yeah, it does. It smells like a seasoned like pork tenderloin, doesn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're eating baby food. That's what this is. <laughs> it tastes like ground up lunch meat, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into. I was reading a little bit more about pate. So, equipment. What equipment do you need when eating pate? Whether it is served in individual portions or shared from a board of meats, cheeses, and tracklements. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> tracklements. Uh, <laughs> says. Uh, everyone needs a plate, a plate with a discernible raised lip at its edge for easy scraping. I'll tell you why. Okay. Whether you pate up your toast repetitively for each bite or patiently coat the whole slice before you begin to eat, it is impossible to achieve the desired thickness without having some access you'll want to wipe off on the side of your plate. Hence the need for the lip and not a flat board or slate, which would leave you awkwardly angling your knife to smear inelegant skid marks of access pate across the platform. (laughs) People suck, you know what I mean? Who wrote those? <laughs> I just don't know what tracklemans are. You know you know whoever wrote this or rather like developed this? People that don't have to take care of their kids. Yeah. <laughs> Either the ultra so rich. I can the... see like some candles, like dimly lit room with like a glass of wine. Yeah. Uh etiquette. If a pate is being shared by the table. Take a slice or spoonful to your plate and then assemble from there. Only a savage would top their toast directly from the central pate, hacking at it until that architecturally pristine terrine resembles reversed over roadkill. Reversed over. Like you went back over it. Oh. Wow. <laughs> what a uh like I don't want to go to dinner with that person. Uh do you? if you think Do you? Uh the bowl the of pate author. is an architecturally pristine terrine. Don't want to go to dinner with it. <laughs> no. Uh but we uh We've been hacking at it, kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've been like, it hasn't been like a smear. It's been like, I've been like cubing it. <laughs> but I, I guess I don't know like how much pate I would need to like wipe off on the edge of my plate. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what? You know what? I bet that person would be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I already had. Yeah. I'm, I'm going for the chutney. Going for the coriander chutney. So I'm back to my preferred chutney, which is the tamarind. Mm-hmm. I sent the green stuff across the way. I think I just really like chutney. Like a salon, like this is. Mm. So like it says coriander chutney, but like the main ingredient in chutney is chutney. So I was gonna say cilantro. Oh, so. mm. you are don't you like a, this? Are you a cilantro guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I could like narrow it down. I don't really like the tamarind one. I mean, it's fine. So what's the first three ingredients in yours? Cilantro, soy oil, jalapenos. Really? Yeah. What about yeah, you? Yeah, it was too like tacoey. <laughs> like for Sorry. like this like mine's tamarind sugar water chili powder salt coriander hmm. so which one do you like better so far 
Duck or pork? You're a pork guy. We should say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Duck. duck. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't always work out. No, it doesn't. Do that. It's usually very different. Yeah. Has your preferred chutney switched back to tamarind? Um, no. No. I think the tamarind goes better with the pork. Mm-hmm. Because usually Pate. pork can go with sweet things. Like sometimes you mm-hmm. cook pork with like apples and yeah. fruits. Um, Do you eat duck much? Like no. ever? No. I never have duck. I have duck like rarely. I like yeah. have maybe I've had duck once. I used to get back when I could eat eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get this like freeze dried noodle dish, mm-hmm. and it was like a hockey puck, and and then it had like this. It was like shaped like a bowl, so you could put uh, you could crack an egg in it, and then it also had duck fat, mm-hmm. and so then you'd like squeeze the duck fat into it. Then you'd put boiling water over the whole thing. The motion that you made for squeezing duck fat was gross. It was like squeezing a sausage out of a casing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then, you know, so mm. like, I, I guess I've had like duck fat more than actual duck meat. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So Dan, who was on the show. Before, Dan who? Dan Roar. Nice. Because uh, we've had They some, had chickens. Oh, we've had some Dans on the show. Yeah. So they had chickens and they had chickens for eggs, I believe, but they also mainly had chickens for eating. Oh, nice. So they would have, you know, a bunch of chickens, and then eventually they would, like, get old enough for sort of the right... Chicken age? The ripeness for killing mm. to eat. Don't call meat, like, ripe. <laughs> right for the plucking? Uh, right for the clucking. <laughs> right for not clucking anymore. <laughs> um, and so they had chickens to kill, you know, just to eat for their family. Yeah. And then they also had, for a time, ducks for the same purpose. Hmm. And I guess killing a duck was way worse than killing a chicken why because chickens are just kind of insane and i guess a duck would like look at you with their like black eyes and they had way more personality and he was like he's like i hated it i couldn't do it (laughs) so did he do it they did but like they didn't have ducks for very long he hated like i could see that yeah i guess chickens but you have chickens do they have are they kind of like unique are they silly or yeah i wouldn't say silly they have unique behaviors Right. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say they're like warm. I would say ducks are probably like more warm. Like I've met someone that has ducks and they're just like so like goofy when they're walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say they're like more like It's interesting but... as humans, we a lot of our like personality comes from eyes. Yeah. Eye interaction with humans is mm-hmm. big. But animals that have more human looking eyes, mm-hmm. we attribute more personality to. Even if they have similar personalities to other animals that don't. We just, we always like, what is it when you like give human traits to non-human things? Personifying them? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh no. (laughs) I chutneyed myself. You definitely did chutney yourself. I did. Uh, (laughs) I spilled chutney all over, uh, into the cracks of my table. And so, uh, Ready to clean that up? I see a clump. <laughs> I just found more chutney in the table. Well, now that we're over with um, duck eyes and chutney spills, we have one more pate. Can't wait for this one. <laughs> yeah? So uh, which one let me, is this Let one? me rinse. I feel like I should rinse the knife between pates. Oh, I'm sure the person that wrote this article would agree. I'm sure they would say three knives. I'm sure they would say, rinse three times. Put it through one cycle of the wash. With all the rest of the tracklements. I'm going to look up tracklements while you wash the knife. So, according to uh, thefreedictionary.com, a tracklement is any savory condiment or sauce served with a meat. 
Okay. So that would be chutney. Yeah. Or at least the coriander so chutney. It's a trickle, and then Wait, there's like You said sweeter savory sauce? Um savory. Just savory. Yeah. Okay. Any savory condiment or sauce served with the meat. So what else would that mustard, be? Mustard, maybe? Maybe a mustard. I mean, what because they were talking about charcuterie at the time, so like a, maybe like a mustard or and then there's like on here there's like all sorts of like smoked tracklements and stuff. <laughs> um so you want to know when people eat pate? When? So uh there are those who insist you should be eating pate at every meal, stirring it into your breakfast eggs, topping lunch salads with it, slathering it on baked potatoes for tea. Yeah, those um, people are getting uh like gout <laughs> yeah. a lot sooner than a lot of people. Those people are being They carried- said putting it in your tea? Uh, no, putting it on baked potatoes with tea. Those people are being carried from room to room. Yeah. Uh, on some sort of like a wicker cart because they're like rich. A wicker cart? <laughs> because they're rich and large. Have you been watching, uh, the book of Boba Fett a little too much? <laughs> um, but pate is a lunch dish or an evening starter or possibly a main component in a classic picky tea. What? Uh, that random assortment of meats, cheeses, breads, olives, chutneys, celery, etc. that when you are too hungover to cook... It's such a feature of the festive period. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I want you to come on over here, and we're going to load up your plate with another pate. Dude, you just want to keep like eating pate so after this... the episode, and then just like be gazing out into winter and listening to deep, dark songs from the Smiths yeah, while you're playing like Divinity? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. I feel like you could like uh, pate is a good stargazing food. Do you think so? I don't know. Okay. But this kind of looks like uh, we're eating the sands of Mars, though. It's kind of like reddish pink. It's very, like, it's salmon in, like, an artificial salmon color. It's very, it's a very uniform color. This is very fishy. It's very fishy. And the ingredients aren't in English. So let's see if I can do the old Google Translate. Let's see. Were you excited for this one? Um, I was excited that I found it. Yeah. You excited about this one? Let's take a bite. <laughs> There's a weird sweetness to it that the other ones didn't have. Hmm. That was really weird. If you like the idea of fish pudding, <laughs> then a kingfish pate might be the pate for you. There was like something weird about it. Like something recognizable, but I can't put my finger on it. And nor do you want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can do in terms of uh, ingredients list. While you're looking that up, you want to hear about like this person's... I idea of varieties of pate yeah all sensible people would surely agree (laughs) that although recipes exist for mushroom sweet potato or feta pates a pate is in fact a preparation of seasoned minced meat or fish which Mm. is what we read there are endless possibly terrific vegetarian spreads or dips around but they are not pates within the realm of bona fide pates there are certain rules that is imperative that you observe bacon wrapping pate Gives it an unfortunate leathery exterior. Bacon-wrapped pate? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like so that. So they're saying that's gross. Yeah. Uh, dried fruits are never welcome in a savory dish. <laughs> <laughs> they're they, never welcome? They didn't even say with pate. This says dried fruits are never welcome in a savory dish. Just at all. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, sticking to traditional herbs, French herbs, and spices of the garlic and thyme ilk, none of this m- mulled nutmeg, cloves, and ginger nonsense. This is not a Christmas cake. <laughs> oh my gosh! I really like this uh, blog. What, what's it's the great. what's this what's this person's name? Uh, ideally, confine yourself to one boozy ingredient and use it sparingly. That Grand Marnier or port should be a seasoning. This is not a meat flavored shot. 
It should not ignite near a naked flame. Uh, so top three pates on this blog. Okay. Smoked mackerel or kipper. Impossible to dislike. Impossible to dislike? Yeah. <laughs> Two. Man, the opinions are flying. A country-style pate so chunky with real discernible pieces of pork or duck game if you must be bound in well-seasoned mints that it starts a fractious, futile debate about whether technically it is pate or a terrine. So that's two. And then three, chicken liver judiciously spiked with Madeira, which is wine. I, I don't like this person. <laughs> you What's this person's find out name? Who their name is. Yeah, I'm going to put them in my book. Uh, <laughs> your book. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a book. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tom Naylor. All right, Tom Naylor. <laughs> Can you put in, like, book, uh, pencil? Ah! No! <laughs> Disaster! No. Uh, so I don't know how this tamarind chutney would be on this, because tamarind's kind of sweet. I'm not putting anything on this. Yeah. I'm just going to... It's gonna, so weird. I'm just going to try it raw again? This is what the edge of the plate's for. To scrape it off. <laughs> <laughs> I patted a mistake. The edge of the plate's actually called a do-over in the Pat Day <laughs> yeah. world. A <laughs> uh, whoopsie. I just smelled this and it went in my nose. So I tried doing like a Google Translate on the ingredients list. And besides like kingfish and cornstarch, in the top right-hand corner of this packaging, it says permissible not more than minus 4.5%. So my <laughs> question is, what are they allowing in this? Yeah. Up to 4.5%. Maybe it's alcohol? Uh, no. Hmm. I don't think there's any alcohol in it. The sweetness in this is, ugh, reminds me of something. Not like a relish or something like that, but sometimes like when you have like a chicken or tuna salad, it's like sweeter. Yeah. Sometimes. Almost like a, they put like a little, like a, a sweeter pickle in a tuna, tuna salad. Yeah. In a tuna salad? <laughs> <laughs> They put a sweet pickle on a tuna salad. Yeah, have that tuna salad. <laughs> yeah, Meg, I'll have a tuna salad again. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have this on a what are these called? Oh, a pita chip. Pita chip. Um, I'm gonna put a little tamarind chutney on this. I'm gonna try it. Good for you. I'm not gonna. Let's hope this uh, chutney doesn't go all over the table again. Yeah, dude, you went you went crazy on that. Justin has a table that looks very nice. Would you consider it like sort of like an industrial, mid-century modern sort of mm-hmm. look? It has very kind of like arrow form, like short plant uh, or like thinner boards. And the, the boards are like beveled. It's not like very smooth across the top. Mm-hmm. And it looks really nice. It's not chutney safe. It's not good for a chutney spill. And I spilled a lot. Yeah. Like almost the whole jar. <laughs> yeah. This, this isn't a table for nary child nor chutney. Can you imagine a milk spill on this? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to flip the table over and let it drain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You go to sell it and they're like, why does this smell like rotten milk? (laughs) So the other day you and I revisited uh, an old Snackdown episode, cheese tea. Oh, yeah. 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 uh, As a remedy for my crash, Andy sent a... uh, Sent a cheese tea over. It was yeah. delicious. And you're like, this is a horrible, like, this won't fix the crash. And then I sipped it and I was like, oh, it will. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got down to the end of it and you're like, no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, though. And that was a sweet one. The last yeah. time I had, like, a regular tea one with the cheese. And I think it, it was really, called, like, a strawberry razzle-dazzle or yeah, something Yeah, it went crazy really well like with, the, like, the fruit. Yeah. It was delicious. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what have you been up to? 
just hurting my back, dude. Yeah. But I'm grateful that I'm like pretty much in a full recovery. Cool. A couple nights ago, I had to take a muscle relaxer, you hmm. know. But besides that, that hurt so yeah. much. Yeah. In your like car it. accident. But you know what, dude? Now you now you got a Rav Four. That's true. We allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got a Rav Four. You see Justin around town? Give him the Rav Four wave. Yeah. Wave your four fingers like a like a like a toodaloo, you know, like a uh, like noodley, mm-hmm. like a noodley four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but look twice before you do that because you don't want anyone to see it. <laughs> These pickles are good, dude. Nah, dude, our our taste buds are not on the same wavelength, right? No, I'm telling you, it was it's like been a Freaky too Friday long. situation. Freaky tongue Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you, dude? Like, what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, warm weather. Yeah. I'm looking forward to traveling. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. I want to do a lot of traveling. But even uh, like in the winter, even if it's not snowing, it's like it's cold and you want to walk around and like see the sights. And so I'm just waiting for warmer weather. Um, you guys going to go camping? Yeah, I think we'll go camping. I think That's so uh, cool. You guys should go camping like as much as possible. <laughs> Why? I don't know, dude. It's just something to do. I just want yeah. to live vicariously through you. Nice. I'm going to take the boys camping this year. That's cool. I want to do like quite a few nights camping. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. So we, uh, as a little sneak preview, the next episode is going to be sponsored by a company called Taste Base. Yeah. And, uh, Which they, they reached out to us. They reached out to us. They liked the podcast and they sent us a little box of goodies. They even like, they even like wrote something about our podcast. They really liked our grilled cheese episode. <laughs> yeah. It was very, um, it was very heartfelt. So. Yeah. And so they're like a new company and they're actually doing some cool things. I looked at their site and yeah. so they sent us a little box of snacks. On the label, it has a taco. I mean, that's... I wouldn't want them to send a taco. It's not a taco. It's a smiley face with a t- no, tongue. Look, look above the spoon. Oh yeah, it's got a taco. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it's like we'll 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 get into it next time, you know. And we'll talk about it next week. But you can like curate your t- snacks by like you fill out like a survey, and like they'll create snack boxes based for your uh, taste buds. So even if I don't get my real tongue back, I'll just uh. Explore your new tongue. Yeah. <laughs> on Taste Base. <laughs> on Taste Base. <laughs> oh, my God. Was this whole thing just a full ad for Taste Base? The space for taste. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Maybe that should be their tagline. No, Taste Base. Yeah, Taste Base. The space for taste. The ba- It would be the base for taste. Eh. What do you mean? You can't just flip it. <laughs> yeah, but then space rhymes with base. Okay. Taste Base. The space for taste. Base for taste? Yeah. Uh, I guess that works, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks for listening to us uh let us know uh, what <laughs> pate hear- you like thanks for hearing us um make sure you don't test uh pate after two hours it's been sitting out yeah it's probably uh gonna be more bacteria mm-hmm. real quick what was your favorite real quick mm-hmm. fish no <laughs> duck 100 percent duck the duck was good and the pork was good too the pork was good too for some reason i just get more skeeved out in terms of like Ground up pork sitting mm-hmm. at room temperature. Yeah. I don't know why. So I liked the duck. Mm-hmm. Really liked the duck plain. Mm-hmm. I really liked the pork with the with the tamarind chutney, though. That was really good. I did not like the fish. No. It was really weirdly sweet. And there were a couple of other varieties. Maybe we just didn't pick the right yeah. fish. Yeah. So why did I go for the one that looks like a polo color? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, uh, yeah, if you were going to like wear a pink polo that was uh, someone would... Label salmon, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to Charleston for the weekend. Better bring your polo. <laughs> That's this color. Yeah. Anyways. 
thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snacktownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown, and we'll shout you out and you'll get early day releases to episodes. And you can call us at 315-313-5456 and leave us a voicemail about uh, anything you want. Literally anything. And we'll uh, play it on here. Oh, didn't we have one? We had a we had a voicemail. Oh, yeah, we had one from Yildiz. You're going to play it? I can't remember what she said. Hey, guys, this is Yildiz. I finally finished all 131 episodes. And I just realized the only phone number I know in the United States is 315-313-5456. So I decided to call and leave a message and celebrate myself. So, yay! And my favorite episode was the pie episode. So I craved that great pie like whole week. And I was planning to ask Justin that let's go to Skinny Atlas this weekend for the pie. But I think, I think he didn't want to go and destroy his car. Simple no will be enough, but whatever. So I can't wait for the new episode, guys. Take care. Oh, she wants great pie. Oh, really? It's mm-hmm. amazing. Oh, we're definitely doing great pie. Like, just for fun. She's never had one. So. Right. It's not that common. But yeah, so give us a call. DM us. Do whatever you want. And uh, get excited for Taste Base. And we have some other guests coming up. Yeah. So... Now we definitely won't get in accents anymore. So now we're pretty good. That, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> not right? chutney. That just seemed like an easy thing not to say. <laughs> oh my god! You're the worst. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. And hope you guys don't force meet each other to <laughs> force meet. Sounds like some weird uh, dating app. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what forced meat sounds like? Hmm. Horse meat? No, I was going to say like, like that corporate meeting that you guys probably had to go to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Am All I right? right? <laughs> Dilbert style jokes? Yeah, that's very good. Okay, cool. Work- workplace humor. <laughs> Cubicle humor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Chutney Claus, here comes Chutney Claus, right down Chutney Claus Lane.